Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go To There, 30 Rock Podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, like you get the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurgs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... Harriet Tubgirl. And welcome to episode 134, season 7, episode 9, entitled Game Over, originally airing January 10th, 2013. David, if you would, please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode. In an episode that has very strong vibes of we're getting towards the finale, so we need to start wrapping up, uh, we need to start wrapping up show-long storylines. Liz visits the doctor as she and Chris are still working towards having a child, but after learning that she basically has three options, either getting shots that she doesn't necessarily want, waiting four years to adopt a newborn, or adopting an older child immediately, she has to decide if a baby is still for her and if so, what path she should take. Meanwhile, it's almost Hank Cooper's 70th birthday, and he's getting ready to retire, which means it's time to crown his successor. However, Hank wants to keep it in his family, which means meaning that Jack can only warm Kaylee's seat on the board until she's old enough to graduate college. However, Jack launches a desperate last plan with an old frenemy in his bid to become the new CEO of Cabletown. Finally, Tracy is getting ready to start directing his Harriet Tubman movie, and Octavia Spencer is attached to star in the leading role. However, when he discovers that she's basically a Tracy Jordan, he has to figure out how to react. Um, yeah, no, I think definitely one of these episodes, uh, which I feel like we said that last few, uh, and before we get too started, uh, we do, I want to apologize for, uh, for, for missing a week last week. We had to flee to the Cleave. Well, not quite to the Cleave, but, uh... We, uh, we were invited to a wedding in Ohio, uh, and we're una- just scheduling, we're unable to produce an episode, um, uh, before then, so, but we're back, um, and, uh, I just want to apologize. Was that too much information? I didn't give any details, I didn't give names, I didn't give addresses. Well, that would be way too much. Exactly, yes. that's smart. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're back with this one, um... And this episode uh, definitely feels, like, compacted. I feel like similar to, I think, last week's episode or, or the previous episode. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the the pregnancy adoption and the adoption other option. The pregnancy adoption? The pregnancy adoption. I'm going to adopt a pregnancy. Um, is definitely, like, we're three episodes essentially out from the finale, so we really got to start wrapping it. The Tracy stuff is kind of like, yeah, that one sort of could fit in anywhere because, I mean, it's not really hedging on anything. But then, obviously, the CEO and Jack storyline is, yeah, we've got to finish this. So, um, it's it's kind of good that they didn't spend too much time on the Tracy stuff, although it is kind of a waste of Octavia Spencer because she's pretty much But see, great. I don't think so. I think that storyline works well because we only get a couple scenes and it's like... if. Because she's so obnoxious and, like, the joke is just her being Tracy. It's like, if they would have done too many scenes of that, yeah. it would have actually overstayed its That's funniest. True. So I think I think it's actually... You're right that it's only a couple scenes, but I think it's actually perfect because of that. No, that's fair. I just mean, I guess, in the sense that, like, as important as the other two storylines are, if they had devoted too much time to the Tracy stuff, it would have lessened... The, the other Jack and Liz story would have been impacted as a result. It would have felt even more rushed as a result, is what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say. But no, I think you're right in the Octavia Spencer stuff. It's like, yeah, they didn't use her that much, but used her just enough to to tell the story they needed to tell. Plus she gets the tag at the end, which is funny. Yeah, no, she's got a lot of great lines, even though they are essentially just sort of Mad Lib style uh, reinterpretations of Tracy stuff from Mad previous Mad classic. 
Yeah, they're a perfectly reliable comedic device. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think there's, I mean, I feel like watching this, there was only like 10 scenes in total because there's just a lot of sort of one room, one moment kind of storylines going on, which isn't a bad thing, but it's so also many bottle like, episodes in one. Well, no, no, it just, <laughs> it's just 10 it's, little bottle episodes. 10 little bottles. Um, no, it's just, uh, I mean, as as important as these moments are, there's just like compacted into this episode is a lot, but with not a lot of like different set pieces, I guess. There's yeah, uh, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun, and uh, we get series wraps on two characters, um, Octavia and, Spencer. And, yeah, <laughs> and who else? No, uh, it is the series wrap for in the uh, the cold open for Leos Pachemin, um, which was funny and definitely. Feels on brand for Thirty Rock, very subversive kind of joke. Um, well, I felt like a very Trump era joke. Like, oh yeah, no, I definitely like, was like, it was like, wait a second, it was this this was, place. Like, what, what did he this do? Feels it was too recent. Liked him a lot yeah. or something. Um, but then, so it's a rap on Leos Pachemin and also a rap on Devin Banks. So uh, his story is also over. And I assume the rap on Kaylee, but she might return. I'm trying to remember. Um, but anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on Game Over? I thought it was a great episode overall, because you're right, there was a lot. But again, I didn't think this for this episode as well, I didn't think it was too much. Like, I thought it all worked because, um, well, really, the um, the Jack and Tracy storylines are very quick and zingy, and the Liz mm-hmm. storyline is a little slower, so it's a, it was a good balance. Like, even though, I don't know, maybe it works out that the Liz and Jack storylines had the same amount of screen time, because Liz's story was slightly more serious it like it balanced it out in a way that didn't make it feel like it was jammed in i feel like the reverse where i feel like liz's storyline was much faster and the jack storyline coming like the last half of the episode is all maybe not faster just more serious and grounded yeah than like zany adventures to become the ceo of cable right of of intrigue and conspiracy and and betrayal and backstabbing and all that all that stuff although it's a fun reveal although it's it's definitely like oh my god but it's like a fun reveal it all happens but it still is just like it's still like oh come on. But on but honestly, it takes care of or it takes care. It so it avoids the same issue that I think I had with the last Kaylee episode, where it was like basically the last episode would ended with Kaylee outdoing him, and it was like we were like wait a second, Jack should have known that she was being so. It's like it almost it was almost like it was going to end the same way, like where yeah. Kaylee was tricking him along. It's like wait a second, this is literally exactly what happened in the last storyline. Right. So did Jack? I mean, did he learn nothing? It doesn't fit with Jack's character that he's now. I mean, honestly, it didn't for me the last time that was a problem. Like I didn't believe that Jack would be that so naive to get taken so easily. But it's like to happen a second time. It's like that's so out of character. So it's nice, but it, it actually works better. I think overall for him to have another last minute reveal. Yeah. So, and it's, I mean, it's really well timed because, like, she's literally right outside the office when he plays his hand. Yeah. So it is like you could see it being like the finale being the ending and twist. There's a, there's a few more things happening. And of course, Jenna being so fickle. Uh, yeah, all of Jenna's parts, even though, like, she just plays a small part in trying to take down Kaylee, it's like, it's hilarious because yeah. she just, like, turns into teenage hanger-on to the queen bee who's like desperately trying to well whoever's on top she has to be yeah part of that desperate to be attached and also desperate to like be young and cool (laughs) at the same time so it's just like just levels of yeah 
Poor sad Jenna. And uh, Steve Buscemi's Lynn Wozniak kind of has a larger role. I think the largest role he's had, uh, I think, in a while. But also a growth for that character. I'd say growth, like a coming out moment that yeah. actually isn't treated as a joke at all. Which no. at first I was like, I was like, wait a second, are they gonna joke? But it's like, no. This, he just basically says, I think I'm gonna continue to, right. and then the moment just passes. Yeah, no one. So. It's not a punchline. There's no undercutting or anything. Yeah. It's just like, oh, well, it's funny. Anything like, was this like the first like? Just like trans coming out on network TV that wasn't like treated as a. Oh, I'm sure there's tons of other, like I'm sure something like more serious, like a the L word or like queers, but probably had like a trans storyline. Yeah, sorry, yeah, that's why handled I it better. But in terms of like a network sitcom, TV, is what I, oh yeah, oh possibly not. I would say hopefully not, but I literally have no evidence to back up. Yeah. So. so I'm trying to think of like any other and it's possible like I mean I know NYPD Blue like did was quote unquote like edgier so mm-hmm. I don't know if it maybe did a that sort of storyline which it's entirely possible but I guess this is the first one that I'm aware of and I've forgotten about it Yeah. so and again it is only what eight years ago but I don't know it seems like the past there's a big gulf in the past I mean the past, for the past couple years versus ten years ago versus definitely like twenty plus years ago mm-hmm. for those sorts of things so I don't know anyway yeah no it's it is, funny enough I was, I'm going through uh, the Bob Newhart show which was early to mid 70s for its run and they they just had an episode about uh, well the, the premise is he's a psychiatrist so obviously he has a lot of people come in and tell the problems and blah 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 and he has like a group therapy that he has and there was one character that up to this point his relationship status was never like mentioned or if they were you know pronouns weren't used so there wasn't a problem and then he he makes the comment about well, it was not my fault it's his fault and then they sort of carried it on for like 30 seconds of like well you know it's not necessarily anyone's fault but we should maybe talk to him and then they all kind of stop and think about like wait what did they just say and then it's all like treated with laughter or the crowd laughing mm-hmm. and everyone around him sort of like that's on the couch with him like scoots away like and it's very like you know homophobic and mm-hmm. You know, but for the time in the 70s, to have that even conversation on TV is really cool. But for it to be treated that way is definitely like archaic and not great. But it still ends positively. Like he doesn't like get beat up or anything. Like nothing bad happens to this character. But it still is like, man, how far we've come, I guess. And But I mean, for, for it to be that sort of trailblazing in the 70s is, yeah. was pretty cool. Although, speaking of the 70s, I was definitely wrong about everything I just said because the Jeffersons did it in 1977. Oh, And they had a trans damn. character. Hell yeah, yeah that's right. Because I, I, right after I finished saying what I said, I was like, wait a second, I remember like Apple TV did a documentary a year or two ago about mm-hmm. basically the history of LGBT representation in television. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wait a second, wasn't it like the, Je- like it was some 70s sitcom and it was the Jeffersons. Yeah. So it was George Jefferson's old army buddy is, uh, has come out as a trans woman, like I guess, mm-hmm. and he meets her for the first time. But speaking of Jeffersons, didn't the, or they will be eventually, there was a, a big deal with a lot of Norman Lear productions that, are now on Amazon Prime or will be soon enough. I think the Jeffersons was one of them. A whole slew of just like Sanford and Son, a whole slew of those like 60s, 70s, like sitcom mainstays, I guess like Nick at Night mainstays are uh, are getting re-released on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. So that's cool. I mean, I've been looking for anywhere to try and legitimately watch like the Jeffersons and I think it was on Hulu several years ago, but it's since, it's since left. But mm. 
That's good. Yeah, it's no, good. That's really cool. I, I mean, I, re- I haven't watched it in probably two decades, honestly, but yeah. I do remember enjoying the Jeffersons as a kid because it's just like, man, this is raucous. I've never really seen anything like that. I've never really seen many black comedies. Uh, definitely as a kid uh so like it was really cool to see that um so yeah it's a new generation is gonna hopefully discover the jeffersons hopefully there's some stuff in there that's not too well i mean everything is a product of its time so yeah, i mean so the normal stuff now is going to be problematic yeah in certain been, whatever who knows what i mean yeah 30 years. rock itself is kind of problematic 10 years, years ago yeah, yeah. so but norman Lear was pretty good about being pretty progressive oh he was definitely showcasing yeah. a lot of uh yeah. diversity so yeah. Uh, any other thoughts before we? Honestly, also speaking. Yeah. It's really cool. Normally, ABC did a couple specials. Mm-hmm. Passive Visual was like basically current actors basically performed mm-hmm. old episodes of All in the Family. And I think the Jacksons was one like famous too. skits and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I think well, was, like whole episodes. It was yeah. like it was like an hour long special. And like each yeah. half was an episode. All in the was, Family was one. All in the Family is definitely one. The Jacksons might have been one. I feel like Jamie Foxx was in that one. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I well, I say I haven't seen them, but it seemed like they were well received. So yeah, it's yeah, I remember those. I think they were on Hulu for a little yeah. while. If they're not still, they there. might still be. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, now we can now we can hop in. Hop in. All right. So our cold open is going to give us uh, Liz at the doctor, and she went far out of her way, but unfortunately, the past still catches up with her. Liz, I've helped a lot of women who are struggling to conceive. I know how trying the process can be because I've been through it myself. Carol, they're towing your car. Damn it. My kids are in there. No, how? I came all the way up to Westchester just to avoid you. This is Westchester? I am lost. Now, fertility shots. That's a euphemism, right? No, my husband and I are trying to conceive. I'm going to write your prescription for progesterone injections. That's a female hormone. Now I know what you're thinking, and the answer is no. If a man takes it, he won't grow breasts. Although that would be awesome. No money for the whorehouse? That's fine. I'll just look down while hiding my crotch with an oriental fan. Injections? Injections? Yeah, injections. Are you Dr. Leo Spachemin? Come with us to Washington. You've just been named Surgeon General of the United States. <laughs> hey, that's a series wrap on Leo's Pachimit, suckers! <laughs> I like how, well, clearly he's not the only doctor in the world because Liz sees the other doctor first, but it's like he just, apparently he just shows up everywhere. Like, he shows up at any random uh, sure. office just to do doctoring. Like, so. yeah. He went out of his way to somehow find yeah. her and give her the news, I guess. Like, kudos. But I do, there's a visual joke when the police come in that he just... Already, like, it's like, I know what you're here for. Like, puts his hands out to be handcuffed. So it's like, what did he do? <laughs> what did he do to think that it's that he's getting arrested? I We've seen the horrible things he's done previously, so it's not too much of a stretch. But, oh, boy, Mr. Spichemin. Doctor, sorry, Dr. Spichemin. Uh, that's got to be a pretty cushy job. Uh, is there really just, like, one Surgeon General, or is it, like, a title that multiple people have? No, there's, like, one Surgeon General. That sounds like a lot of pressure. I don't know. I feel like it's more, like, a lot of, like, PR and advocacy and, like, speaking and, like, just being sort of... I mean, you know, the during the pandemic, like, the Surgeon General... Well, both Surgeon Generals and both administrations, I mean, were putting out a lot... Like, a lot of the spots on TV about, like, you know, wear a mask, be safe, yada, 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 like... It, so I don't know how much actual yeah I don't know how much actual doctoring work they do it seems like it's more just 
advocacy yeah. and promoting do they and, do they are they ahead of anything like cdc and stuff or are they just like they work in tandem i guess yeah well i mean i guess you have these like surgeon general warnings so they yeah. must be involved in some policy yeah. but i'm not do you think well they'll take that you know is it i'm lobbyists sure to get to the surgeon I, don't, I mean general. i don't know i guess i, I maybe i i really don't despicable. know enough about it to speak despicable a ton about it but mm. well that's what you're here for thanks also, like, nothing against the actress playing the other doctor, but she f- came off as more of, like, a real doctor than an actress playing a doctor, if that makes sense. Like, just, like, her delivery and everything felt like... Should that be a good thing? No, it's a great thing, but it's just, like, me as someone who watches a bunch of TV is, like, I can kind of determine who's an actor playing a role and someone who's in that role who does it day-to-day and is just sort of, like, playing that role too well or well enough that it's, like, I would buy them as a doctor, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you see, like, I don't know, I don't have a, another great example, but, you know, it just comes off as genuine versus forced. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, I just really quickly Googled Surgeon General, and basically, I mean, what I said was, I guess, partly right. The nation's doctor providing American with the best scientific information on how to improve their health, but also they oversee the U.S. Public's Health Service Commission Corps. Now we know the Surgeon General is. Anyway, sorry, back to what you were saying. Yes, I uh, do get what you're saying where it's not like super actor yes yeah good great contribution well sorry i was trying to link back to the typical sidebar anyway sidebar all right meanwhile back from the opening liz is in her uh, office and confused by these hormone injections are you doping Liz Lemon, that stuff will shrink your testicles, but there are bad side effects as well. No, Tracy, not that it's any of your business, but I am starting fertility treatments. Uh, now, I'm not a woman, so of course I can say whatever I want. This seems really weird and unnatural. Side effects include mood swings, increased irritability, and swelling of one or more boobs. Can I help you with something? Yeah, I'm about to start shooting my new Harriet Tubman movie, and I got Octavia Spencer to play the lead. Harriet something. You know, I once played Frederick Douglass in a one-woman show that the University of Maryland Diamondback called too confusing to be offensive. Point is, I won't be at rehearsal at all this week. No, Tracy. Exactly. No Tracy. Thanks for being so understanding. Wordplay. That No Tracy joke's pretty great. No comma Tracy. And he just takes it as No Tracy, right? <laughs> you got it. You got it. You understand what I'm trying to Silly say? Silly Tracy. Silly Tracy. Yeah. Also, I, I we learned a lot that he thinks that shrinking your testicles is a good side effect. I Maybe guess. it is. Maybe if he has big oh. balls, it might be beneficial to yeah. Also, I wonder what situation you've seen that he started taking prednisone. That's what it was, right? Or just a hormone injections. Hormone, in general. Yeah, hormone injections. Yeah. yeah. What was he trying to do? Maybe he was like he was just trying maybe to. Maybe like Doctor Spichem, he also wanted breasts, so he could, <laughs> he could play with them. That I mean, seems like something Tracy. That seems that does seem very in character. Yes. Meanwhile, in Jack's office, uh, it's nearly Hank Cooper's birthday, and unfortunately, Jack gets some bad news. Good morning, Jack. Oh, Hank. I was so sorry to hear about your mother. Thank you, Hank. I remember my own mother's passing. She wanted to be cremated, and she ended up dying in a fire. Such a considerate woman. Well, on a brighter note, I should wish you a happy birthday. Oh, no, no. It's not my birthday yet. 
and it only counts when it's actually on your birthday. I have very strict birthday rules. One, the birthday boy always sleeps in the largest tiger cage. Some of the rules may be specific to my time in Vietnam. Now, Jack, as you know, the Cable Town Board is meeting this Friday. I promised my wife I'd step aside when I turned 70. But it's very important to me that control of Cable Town stays in the Hooper family. But my kids are creative types. Yes, I understand that Hank Jr. is writing a children's book about a giraffe who learns he doesn't have to work hard. But they say sometimes it skips a generation. I think you know my granddaughter. Well, sir, Kaylee is only 15. Yeah, but when she gets out of college, she'll be 21. That's the same age I was when I started Cable Town, got married, and had my first white child. Hank, please think about your other options. Jack. You've done an excellent job with NBC. I admit I was skeptical when I first saw your fall schedule. What? Is this guy trying to tank the company? But boy, you proved me wrong. Celebrity Hominem is the number one show in America. The word is racket. Okay, racket. Like a tennis racket. Sorry, it's the other one. Again! You know what, pal? Why don't you come over here and tell me that? <laughs> I am grateful. That's why I came up with a solution that'll make everyone happy. Until Kaylee graduates, you'll be her assistant CEO. Assistant CEO. She'll be on the board, learning the ropes, and you'll keep her chair warm. It'll work great, just like Conan and Jay. Not the first anti-NBC meta joke in there with the Conan and Jay reference. Or, I'm sorry, not, I'm sorry, it is the first, but it's not the last. First is what I meant to say. First um, God, that thing earlier in the scene where Hank says like she wanted to be cremated, so she burned she burned it out in a fire. What a considerable woman! That's yeah. dark. That's it's a dark very joke. dark joke. But it is nice that she she was so selfless that she yeah. saved a cremation. Uh, a more 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 more. Oh my God! What are you trying to say? Mortician is what oh. I'm trying to say. More, I can't really say more 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 more. more yeah, um, he uh, saved him. Saved well, them. The more, saved more, them. More. The, the, more, 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 the Mormon mortician. That's a. The, that sounds like a. That sounds a like a bad. Thirty sitcom. Rock movie yeah. in, in in world movie. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but no, it's a really dark joke. But yeah. kudos. But also, like, just the the fickleness that he has about birthdays of like no 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 it has to be on the day you can't do it early you can't that do it tracks early. like i mean yeah it tracks for the character but it's just like come on man that's so silly hank hoopa i don't know i feel like i mean i guess once you step down you really don't have anything to lose outside of just like pride or name or whatever but like putting a 21 year old with limited experience on the board seems like a really bad move Despite being family, it just seems like... I mean, it definitely reeks of nepotism. I was just about to say, but let also, me tell you about nepotism. Yeah, but it also is just like... Do you really trust... I don't know. Like, I guess, again, once you've stepped away, you have nothing to lose. Yeah. I but mean, still, it's just like, that seems like a really risky take as opposed to someone who really has wanted and has been working for that job for two or three decades. Like, why not get... On, yeah, on the other hand, I think if you're... A business that was started as a family business it you just want to keep like for example my company is almost 170 years old now and just two years ago for the first time the person who became the new ceo was the first person in the history of the company not to be a member of the founding family oh, wow. so i wonder if that was a really hard decision or 
I don't know. I mean, we don't have to discuss well, it. Well, we don't need but... to discuss my company's internal politics. But no. I'm just saying, like, I think for family started and family-run companies, like, there are, it's a strong... Uh, Traditional ties. Yeah, to keep it, to keep it in the family. Cause, I mean, especially if you're talking about a company as big as Cable Town, like, that's a lot to it probably hand over to someone. Investors, yeah. stuff like that. But it still is just yeah. like, I mean, I feel like, I know it's not a meritocracy, but it's like... I feel like the better person suited for the job is the person that's been doing it for multiple decades rather than just someone that's in your family. But that's why I'm well, not in the business world. That's not world. how it always works. It's that's what it's, how as it they say. <laughs> Yikes. Meanwhile, back in Liz's office, the hormone injections are really taking effect. And she is not someone many, I think, would like to be around. Have you ever updated your Flash player? It is so sad. What happens to version 11.4? Oh, what now? I'm taking hormone shots to have a baby, you son of a bitch. A beautiful little baby. <laughs> Being a woman is the word. <laughs> Lemon. Hank Ober just told me I will never be CEO of Cable Town, but he doesn't know about my secret weapon. My mother's death. Wait, so we're both crazy? No. I've spent my life trying to win my mother's approval. But she never gave it to me, which means I can't ever stop trying, even when faced with an impossible task, like making Hank choose me over his own granddaughter. How much time do you have? Three days. It's exactly the kind of challenge my mother's anti-love prepared me for. I'll make you proud of me yet, Colleen! It'll either be my masterpiece, or I will resign in shame. Just like poor Nixon. He did good things in China. Oh, Liz. Like, that's such a cliche. Like, talk about Nixon, like, oh, he's terrible. Oh, but he did good things about China. I mean, every that's true, president but... at least did one good thing, right? What's, uh... Me? Let's see. Bush. He raised taxes. Oh, that's good. Uh, I don't know if he raised it on the right people, but he raised taxes. Nope. Uh, I don't know. We don't really need to come up with one good thing to say about no, every president, I mean, actually. No, he's mostly being facetious. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean Nixon did open... Uh, relations with China. I don't know how strong they are now. Not like, great. Yeah, I feel like could be worse. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the talks have kind of stagnated. I'm not sure. So now we go on to Octavia Spitzer, our big guest star. Sorry, Chloe Grace Moretz, you've been. She's been on here before, so That's we'll true. learn it. That's true. So, here's Octavia Spencer as Harriet Tubman. Hey! Octavia, excellent. You're black. Now, in this scene, you're going to enter through the door. Mm, I don't think so. I'm going to walk in from over here. But the door... Well, you're just going to have to rewrite the script and explain how my character can go through walls. Also, I want to wear a t-shirt. Promote my website. But slaves didn't wear t-shirts. That sounds like a Tracy problem, Tracy. I'm done for the day. I gotta go home and feed my eels. They're not electric, but I have a plan. Ms.gov! Let's roll. Ms.gov. That's, that's a great deal. Especially the .gov. The .gov yeah. is great. Although they don't have any lines, sadly. Oh, well. Oh. The joke is enough, the visual joke. They're towering ladies that are obviously well, Octavia's entourage. Um, yeah, this, this would have been right around her. I mean, she. It's so funny. Like, her career trajectory has been explosive in the last. I mean, now the last decade, but at yeah. this time, it was like she had just come off the help. 
Oh, yeah. And so, like, her direct trajectory was weird. But I remember seeing her... I, the first thing I remember seeing her in was in... Like, I mean, she had, like, bit plays on just, like, a sitcom. Like, she was, like, a background character. Or she was just, like, one one line. And then she was on a show on Comedy Central called Halfway House, where they were re- uh, released people, mm-hmm. like, white-collar criminals it released back into... A fiction show? Or yeah, it was, oh, like, okay. Reno 911 style. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Stylized fiction um, it had Oscar from The Office. Had a couple other people. Octavia Spencer was, I think, I think her thing was she was a pyro or something. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, that's interesting. The lady that was in the Halfway House is it an Oscar-winning role or an Oscar? Was she? Did she win an award? For yeah, that? she won an Oscar yeah. for the help. Um, I was like, all right, you go, Octavia Spencer. And then now her career has just been consistently strong. For the last decade now, and yeah. she's even—I think she just wrapped it, but um, she had a little sort of a bit part also on Mom, the mm-hmm. um, for for a couple episodes. But yeah, so like it's it's her career trajectory is wild in a good way because it's just like all right, yeah. someone who started on a Comedy Central show is now an Emmy winner or yeah. an Oscar winner. Kudos. Yeah, I looked up her IMDb profile. Like apparently, she's been acting since like 1996 and it was like like just a lot of sitcoms procedurals like three four episode arcs at most mm-hmm. um and i guess some larger roles like that you just said but i mean i had never heard of her before the help and then all of a sudden after the help like she was everywhere and i feel like she's been in obviously she's been in a gazillion things mm-hmm. like and now she's doing a lot of producing too um so yeah it was just, it was kind of like she was very very character actory Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like overnight, which like was getting cast and like mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff, which is good for her. No, absolutely. Kudos to her agent. I'm sure yeah. uh, it was a big. Not it wasn't entirely her agent, but kudos to the agent that helped her helped her get on the help. Uh, she was in uh, was it Shape of Water also? She Shape was, of Water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. She, I mean, she did a great job, but I mean, I feel like she was only in that probably collectively 15, 20 minutes, but she still did a great job in that. But. Maybe more than that. I don't know. Yeah. But. It's probably not generous amount. Yeah. Probably a disingenuous amount to her. Yeah, but that hidden figures, I guess, mm-hmm. must be one of her more yeah. prominent recent stuff. Um, and she did that show on Netflix, The Life of Madam C.J. Walker, which yeah. I didn't watch. And but then again, she did things about but a little bit of dud with uh, what was the one she just did with um, Melissa McCarthy. They're like they're like superheroes or something. I have no idea. Well, that's I must not have missed great. that one. Not, it was like a couple months ago, but no. it was like uh, it was definitely one of those directed. It was probably supposed to be in theaters. Was never going to get released gotcha. in theaters, direct and DVD, Netflix style. You, you'll see it on Redbox and be like, uh-huh. "Who the fuck?" Like there is like, I go by the Redbox that when we do groceries, and there's just so many movies that I've literally never heard. There's one with Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan in the same movie, Ooh, what? and they're like, "This is a recent movie." I don't know how recent it is, but it's like they're pirates. What? I don't know. I, I oh, I'm like, who huh? made this? Who wanted this? And I'm sure there was someone that was like, "Man, we've got we've got a contractual obligation between Jackie Chan and Schwarzenegger. What are we going to put him in? A pirate movie? Okay, yeah. Uh, what? Oh. I don't know. There's just seriously look at a red box sometime, and there are probably 15 movies that you're just like, <laughs> I don't know what this is, but okay. And I'm sure it's the same for Netflix. I'm sure you could randomly just stumble on something on Netflix and be like. No fanfare for this. Maybe for a reason. I don't know. But has Netflix outside of Roma and Bird Box really had... I mean, Hulu's biggest thing is Handmaiden's Tale, right? Um, 
probably Handmaid's Tale is still their biggest show, I would guess. I mean, no one releases ratings, so it's hard to actually yeah, know. But, but they don't have like a great. They don't have a, an original movie. I guess Spring Break was their. Um, they have. Well, I don't know because during the. I, the it's hard to say because, like, they had no, they have had multiple original movies, but also in the past year, there have been a lot of movies that were released on Hulu right away in mm-hmm. move, like going to theaters mm-hmm. or, like, in some cases, like, at the same time when they went in theaters. Because yeah. Nomadland, like, yeah. made on Hulu, but it was like, but that was, it I think, Fox or Searchlight or whatever, but right, yeah. it went, like, went to the theaters and Hulu same day. So there was some stuff like that. But they definitely have had, because they have had some original movies as well. I think there's one that, um, What's her name from Broad City? Um, Ilana Glazer. Yeah, I think that was a Hulu original movie that just, I can't remember what it's called, but it's recent and I think it was, a, I mean, it premiered on Hulu. But I, I think was actually thinking original. of it. I was like, I've seen Abby on a ton of things. But yeah. What has Ilana been doing recently? But it could, could, good for Yeah, her. it's like, apparently it was like, I don't know, like, I don't know. It wasn't like a direct remake of Rosemary's Baby, but I read it was like a similar, like, horror satire, like, Rosemary's Baby esque premise. So. But it only got it got mixed notices, so I don't know. I haven't seen it. But anywho, um, uh, right, Netflix. I think Netflix is basically either Oscar baits or like um, Oscar baits, like big like uh, crowd pleasers. Like there is the 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 one that wants a space. Oh, um, Chris Pine. Space, space Force. Wasn't there like this, this big budget like action thing that Chris Pine? Anyway, like big budgety action type things, mm-hmm. or, like Bird Box that sort of thing, and then like rom-coms and just cheaper stuff that's easy to mass produce and yeah. like basically direct what what used to be direct to video or direct to mm-hmm. dvd is like sort of like lower tier direct to netflix yeah originals i guess just people with name recognition well not even that sometimes sometimes yeah but also thought, sometimes stuff that what was the what amazon had something with chris the other chris guy um which one pratt yeah, I don't know, something, or maybe I'm thinking of Netflix, too. I don't know, like, it all kind of runs together. I've not been paying much attention to movies lately. Um, but Amazon, has Amazon had anything? Standout is, like, an original? Standout, Jack no. Ryan, I guess. That, But I feel like that's only popular because it's the demographic watching are, like, older. Yeah. The, well, the Boys, have, for sure, is oh, a popular God, that show sucks. I do not like that show. It's just like it's too try hard edgy for me personally, and I'm someone who watches a lot of crap, and I watch that, and I'm just like, man, this is just like excessively over the top. That yeah, but hey, if you like it, oh, Invincible, that was a good Amazon original. You should check that out. I, don't I think they got not you, the audience. Oh, never mind. No, I I know was that the animated one. Yeah, I remember. Was, yes, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. Sorry, um, that comic book series rules. Um, but anyway. Back to 30 Rock. That's what you're here for. So, uh, thanks to Jack's private eye and Lynn Wozniak and his undercover uh, role as a teacher at Kaylee's school, uh, someone else is now back in Jack's life. Pedal faster, fatties! God, I love how much you disgust me! Class dismissed. Really, Banks? Spin class? Isn't that a bit of a gay cliche? You're the gay one. Wanting to be with a woman? How gay is that? You win sex against a man. That's as straight as it gets. You were good. One of the best. But look at you now. Hitching your wagon to a 15-year-old girl? Look, I understand why Kaylee would seek you out. No one knows me better. But you also know that Jack Donaghy always wins. Or have you forgotten the time we played Battleship? Remember A8? You, Pete! 
Why are you here, Jack? To propose something, something no one would ever expect. An alliance. Think about it. How much time and energy have we wasted with our sparring and our gravel-voiced double entendre? An assload. If we joined forces, we could become the greatest business power duo since Gregory Lennon's teamed up with Thomas and Things. And whatever Kaylee's offering, I'll double it. I'll tell you what Kaylee's offering me. A hundred grand to keep my mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut? What do you mean? I know certain things, Jack. About Kaylee's father. Certain super gay things. Hank's son is gay? How gay bags on a scale from bear hunting to hunting bears? Gay enough that Kaylee's parents have never actually had heterosexual intercourse. Word is Kaylee's real father is the pool boy. Do you know him? Frederick Poole's grandson, Trevor. Very handsome, horrible personality. I'm totally in love with him. But if Kaylee isn't really Hank's granddaughter, then she isn't actually a family. Once she's out of the picture, you're the only choice to take over Cable Town. And you're gonna take me with you. But how do we prove Kaylee's not a hooper? All we need is DNA. I've got a ton of her dads. So we just need Kaylee's. Gregory Linens and Thomas and Things. So so silly. He nails it perfectly. Yeah. In in Things. Such a good joke. But I mean, it's... it's, This is is being pedantic and and fickle, but... um, just the idea of like no one saw coming an alliance it's like we've seen them team up yeah. before so it's not it's not new I guess it wasn't like directly where they were like we're gonna be a team but it was like they basically had to it was like to advance their interests they yeah. right they had to work together to yeah. advance their their separate interests I guess this is the first time it's a shared interest but yeah or would be a shared interest but anyway yeah. like small minor thing I mean that was seasons ago who remembers that anymore I don't. Nope. I sure didn't. Also, the pool boy. That's a pretty good job. That's a little clever. That sounds like a gay. Um, also, the on a scale of bear hunting to hunting bears, like, I guess that's a zero to ten or zero to five, really. I don't know because preferences and whatever. It's one to one. Wow. That's a short scale. Yes. Ah. Uh, meanwhile, at Liz's apartment, uh, she uh, checks in on the old adoption agency. Hi, Bev, it's Liz. Oh, Liz! Yeah, definitely don't give me your last name because I only deal with one person a year, so I know exactly who you are. It's Elizabeth Lemon. Uh, I've been on the agency's list for a few years now. I wanted to see if you got my letter updating my marital status. Oh, yes, congratulations. You've moved from the well-meaning lesbian pile to found a man, comma, living a lie. Well, that brings your wait time down to only four years. Four years? So I'll be 46 by the time I get a baby? Unless you'd like to adopt an older child, I can give you a six-year-old yesterday. Pick a color. Oh, I always pictured myself getting a newborn. And I always pictured myself getting double-teamed by two of the rocks. But sometimes we have to make compromises. Well, let me know if you change your mind. I do love the subversion of someone calling someone and then just expecting to know who it is. And I love the fact that they call it as, oh, yeah, I only deal with one person ever, and I haven't talked to you in three years Please give me a last name, like, and they do it again. I say they do an even better callback yeah. at the end of the episode. So they funny. do it again. Like, it's that's such a great note of a joke of just yes, no one's gonna remember you from three years ago just because you say your name. Yeah, 
It's so well, it's just so funny that like the cliches that like have been built into our brain, like to not even question things because it happens so often in movies. And now it's like, wait a second, actually, that is like a ridiculous thing that's not a real life thing. Right. And but like it's, but also just, I mean, also how often does that get poked fun at? You know, right. it's like you no, know, I could see it like in a small town kind of thing, like because you everybody yeah. knows everybody. But like this is not fucking New York. York. Like yeah. this, everyone's gonna no, no one's gonna necessarily remember you. Like it's get out of here. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, and of course and, Megan Mullally is always, always great. So nice yeah. to see her again. Yeah, and then also it's played for last, but like there's also kind of like a sad truth, and it's like, like with children, like with anything you're adopting, it's like you want the shiny new thing. Like not to compare like children to like pets, but like at the same time, it's like you know, like people want puppies or kittens. Like they don't necessarily want they don't want they want older. Like even though like six years old is still like a very young child, mm-hmm. it's like but you know people just want babies. So. Right. Well, I mean, I, for not again, not to compare babies to dogs, but for like a dog, Let's do it again. it's much easier to train something that's smaller and hasn't sort of yeah. developed habits or bad that's habits. Than it, and so, but a baby is a little bit more, a little bit, train a, a lot baby. more, it's a lot more yeah, complex and it's easier to instill habits and things into it than a, than a dog or a puppy or a kitten. But yeah, no, it's, it is right that um, people want the new cute thing versus something that's been around for a little while which is horrible but like you said it's what it's so while liz learns that jack and devin are teaming up and is pretty much against it but still giving them advice uh tracy gets advice from kenneth on treating octavia the way liz lemon treats tracy uh meanwhile in jack's office it's the showdown between kaylee and jack the first showdown we should say Haley Hooper. To what do I owe the pleasure? Jack, pleasure is the name of a pony I hate. This is business. So, I just happened to bump into Jenna Maroney at lunch this afternoon. What are the chances? What did you do to her, Hooper? Oh, her brain's like silly putty. A toy I'm too old for. <gasps> Kaylee Hooper, OMG! It's Jenna! You're wearing that belt as a joke, right? Of course I am. <laughs> Where did you get your belt? You're so cool. Jack is trying to destroy you and wants me to steal your phone. Yeah, great plan, Jack. Kaylee, you look so gorgeous today. I'm wearing a headband because you are. Pathetic. What did you think you were going to do? Blackmail me? Please, I don't keep anything on my phone anymore. I use Gadsorp. What on earth is that? You're so old and out of touch, Donaghy. I might as well be looking at... Justin Timberlake. Uh, another another office moment. No Jonathan. Only Gabe. Where'd he go? Are we gonna series wrap on Jonathan? I'm sure we do. I'm sure he'll be in there in the finale. Otherwise it'd be really awkward to bring him back for one more season and only give him a handful of episodes yeah. to do anything. <sighs> Gadzorp. Gadzorp. I mean that's definitely like almost it almost feels like someone in their fifties pitching a joke of like what a new yeah. child's technology is like. Oh kids play it all their Gadzorps. Like just really out of touch with what a futuristic t- piece of technology would be. But then again, 
when you look at the technology we have and what we call it, an iPhone, I mean, it, that sounds kind of silly and clunky, but it's just now accepted yeah. nomenclature. So. Yeah. Most people really still just use their phones. Like, I mean, there's like smartwatches and stuff, but it's like phones are still the... The easiest like, until we get convenient. Yeah, until we get like chips or brain implants or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you can just process everything. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm, I'm, I want that technology. I'll be cool. You want a brain implant? Yes, absolutely. Where, are you kidding me? I can just think it and I don't have to use any limbs to do anything? Yes, please. I can use my limbs for so many other things. So smart. Wow. I'm smart. I'm future thinking. Also, Jenna's line in there where like she says, like, I'm wearing a headband because you are, has very strong mean girls energy. Like, oh, that's a, like, like, just straight out of, like, definitely felt I, like, would, uh, I saw that Katie Heron was wearing army pants and flip flops, and I went, army yeah. pants and flip flops. I can't, I'm trying to think of, oh, God, not Gretchen. Isn't one of the, who was one of the, what are the mean girls' names? Regina, uh, Gretchen, and, oh, I was right. uh, uh, oh my God, what's Katie? the other one? No. Uh, uh, oh my god, Amanda Seyfried's character. Oh my god, I'm completely K- blanking. Karen? Karen? Yeah, it's Karen. Yeah, it's Karen. Okay. Yeah, Karen, Gretchen, and uh, Regina. We got it. We got that. Hooray. That would have been really embarrassing. Yikes. So was that. But yeah, Je- Je- Jenna is definitely playing the Gretchen character. But like, just please accept me. I need it. Is your hair full of secrets? No. Oh. Well, secret chemicals to keep it blonde, but <laughs> that's about it. Uh, meanwhile, on Tracy's uh, set, Octavia's still being none the, none the helpful. None the helpful. She's, ah, Octavia's not being anything, but no. Damn it. Hold on, I got something. Octavia's being the opposite of help. Oh, no. Ha-ha. <laughs> The whole cabin vibe wasn't working for me. And this movie cannot take place in Maryland because of my ongoing feud with Cal Ripken. Nerd! I'm Liz Lemon. I'm in charge. Nerds! I want to have a baby. My boyfriend is a pilot or something. Sandwiches! Oh. So you want to be the crazy one? Nuh-uh. I'll show you crazy. So that's a somewhat visual joke, but Octavius, uh, Octavia grabs the uh, fire extinguisher and starts spraying it around the room as she screams, I'm a Jedi. As all Jedis do. Yeah. I mean, it's a very prominent weapon in the Star Wars it's universe. So it's fire <laughs> also love that like Tracy's, and he's done this plenty of times before, but his impression of white people is over-enunciating yeah. and like pronouncing things too much to where it's like, I my my boyfriend is a pilot or something rather than just sandwiches like my sandwiches nerds. <laughs> it's just like you don't need all the not all white people talk like that. That's pretty offensive to me. Just kidding. Uh, You're gonna stern letters to the network. Talk. Oh, I will. The Tina Fey is gonna get a very strongly worded email. We're gonna have to pull this episode from all the streamers because it's yep. racist towards white people. Yeah, can't have that. All fairness or none at all. That's what I say. All fairness or none at all. Indeed. Right. Words to live by. Words to live by. So we're coming up on the finale of this episode, and this is a longer scene. So we'll be uh, we'll be cutting in and, and splicing and all that fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, Jack has got his team ready to to battle Kaylee. Gentlemen, actually, Jack, I've decided to continue living as Jan Foster. It's just in all these years as a PI, 
I think my greatest disguise was Len Wozniak. Tomorrow, the sun rises on a new day for Cable Town, for America, and for all of us to victory. Kaylee, how nice of you to join us. I know it's past your bedtime. This party's lame. Let's go, Kaylee. Devin, what are you doing here? And Miss Foster? Hi, honey. Remember, monologues tomorrow. It's 20% of your midterm grade. I don't understand. Well, let me explain. Banks is on my side, and Ms. Foster is a private investigator I hired to follow you. Was a private investigator, is a drama teacher, and as of last night, engaged to Miss Siegel. So I know Hank Jr. isn't your father, and now so does, uh, your pop-pop. Game over, Kaylee. <laughs> Game over, Kaylee. <laughs> this was too easy, Jack. Banks, what are you doing? FYI, Kaylee is my best friend, so I sit next to her at the movies. Why can't you just sit in the middle? Oh, Jack. Sweet, sweet Jack. You wanted this so badly, you were willing to believe anything. That Devin would team up with you. That I wouldn't notice Miss Foster sit on her testicles the other day. That my father is gay. I am Hank Cooper's granddaughter, Jack. But what about the DNA, the glass? Oh, you mean the glass I stole from Jenna's dressing room? Jenna's DNA, Jack. So Jenna is an Ashkenazi Jew with an extra Y chromosome? What's that now? It was so simple. And when you made your move with Jenna, all I had to do was see straight through it, come back here and plant that glass. You got the DNA results you were hoping for and sent them straight to Pop Pop. This is why everyone hates you, Jack. We were all talking about it before at the mall. How do you think old Hank Cooper's gonna take that? You attempting to destroy his family? There's nothing Pop Pop cares more about than family. Oh, God, what have I done? Goodbye, Jack. See you never. Yeah, Jack. See you never. Last word. What a dour way to end the episode. JK, there's more. Poor Jack. He got yeah. snowed again. Mm, bullied. By yeah. Although, if you watch this scene, knowing what the reveal is that's about to happen, like you, his line dreams are actually pretty good because they're like they're not quite convincing. He's like, "Oh no, what have I done?" Like it's not quite that stupid, but it's like it's not the way that Jack would right. have said it if he really thought he was getting right. snowed. It, it, it is. Know. It is not yeah. overly dramatic, but it's like a touch too dramatic and yeah. like kind of like, "Oh man, I guess you." He did have something in plan. Like, it didn't feel like he was actually beaten. Yeah. Which is good acting because he's like, he's acting as someone who is acting that they were yeah. taken advantage of when. But then again, the two of the three people that he's acting for are idiots anyway. So, like, he thought he had tried too hard, but he definitely convinces Kaylee enough that. Poor Jonathan. Oh. That wasn't one of the people. <laughs> um, but I like also. Uh, Len or Miss Foster, like is like was a private investigator, is a drama teacher, and as of last night is engaged and like shows off the engagement ring. Yeah. Like for whatever reason, they only show like Jenna, and she's and not she, impressed. She's like just completely <laughs> focused on Kayla. She's not even looking, and he looks despondent. Like oh, all right, I'm so excited, and no one, no one cares. Like, he tries so hard, or they, I guess they, they try so hard. But also. <laughs> Okay. Kaylee says when I saw him sit on his balls the other day and he like <laughs> he looks so offended. Oh. Uh, 
But there's one last twist to come out of all of this. Yes, I suppose that's one way this could have played out. But there are other possibilities, hypothetically. What if I never trusted banks at all? What if I knew Len would be the worst mole ever? I'll tell him you said that. And what if I knew the DNA gambit was bait and I never sent in those test results at all? Well, that's impossible. I mailed it myself. Did you? idiotic the cable town board is meeting tomorrow and you've done nothing to change pop pop's mind you just wasted a whole week not quite kaylee because i did send something to hank a birthday card oh my god no oh yes you see there is one thing hank cares about as much as family birthdays so what did you send him kaylee I'm not the one who wasted a week. While I distracted you, you forgot Pop Pop's 70th birthday. Ooh, midnight. You missed it. And how do you think old Hank Hooper's gonna take that, Kaylee? <laughs> Wonderful. college i'm gonna have to go into publishing and marry a finance guy and do charity stuff damn you donaghy what a loser you had me mail that birthday card that didn't need to happen that was just mean Yay! The day is saved. Also, Hooray. again, going back to the nepotism, which I'm glad nepotism doesn't win in the end, but also, like, is Hank that fickle that he really would immediately dismiss his own flesh and blood from the well, job just because... I mean, he really cares about birthdays. I'm torn. He thought that she I'm was really a special person, but she couldn't even be bothered to wish him a happy Dude, birthday. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm really torn on that, because it's like, part of me is like, yay! Nepotism doesn't win. But also... That's a dumb reason to dismiss anything. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Did you did I can't, did you skip the scene where Devin talks about how he's going to be the head of NBC publicity? Or the yeah. Public? Okay. I so I say because that was the other because um, he says uh, NBC I'm just be on the beach. Yeah, that was the other anti NBC meta joke. It was like, yeah, I'm the right. I'll, I'll be the VP of publicity. I'll be on the beach and never have to work again. Which poor NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, but also made me think of that because the other career joke which I thought was hilarious was like Kaylee's like oh I'm gonna have to work in publishing and marry a guy in finance <laughs> I feel like that it, I, yeah, exactly but I feel like that's a very like upper middle class like mm-hmm. Manhattan young woman thing like go work go work in books. publishing right exactly yeah. go be an assistant and editor or whatever for a little bit like marry rich and uh, right do charity work yeah. I guess which hey if that's something you can do it's probably fulfilling I would imagine yeah. that there's so many people doing it. But. I say right. I think it's kind of like a cliche of, yeah. Yeah. of upper middle class white women in yeah in, in New York. Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. Poor Kaylee. What a terrible life she's gonna have. But she, it also is like speaks to her character that she kind of like just gives up like that. Like I mean, I feel like she'd still fight. 
She just like, but she knows how important I birthday guess, is to pop pop. I guess that yeah, and it just seems like pretty pretty quick for her yeah. to give up. I mean, if this show like went on or like there was a spinoff about Jack, like they were definitely a way to figure her into yeah, it, like her definitely. hatching some like scheme to try to do whatever. But yeah. we don't get that, so get that. it's over sure. for her. Sorry, Kayla. on to Simon and Schuster with you. Yep, or Penguin. Penguin Random Penguin, House. Penguin Publishing. Penguin Random House now because it merged. Oh. Yeah. Industry toppled once again. Poor shame. Anyway, uh, back on the TGS uh, backstage, uh, Liz runs into arguably her twin in Tracy. What's going on here? And where did you get that sweater? Is that from Chico's Harvest Naturals collection? Octavia Spencer got arrested for soliciting sex from an undercover police dog. I just shut down my whole movie because of her. She turned out to be a Tracy Jordan. So to deal with her, I tried to be a Liz Lemon. Yeah, well, being Liz Lemon isn't just about wearing a sweater and... Hey, those are my glasses. Oh, and you popped the lenses out? No, they shattered in the urinal. L, I don't know how you do it. I couldn't hack it with Octavia for one day. And you've been getting amazing, thought-provoking work out of me for seven years. Thanks, Trey. I mean, it hasn't been easy. When you first came into my life, you were out of control and you had horrible habits. Like my booger eating? Please, let me just have one. I need it, baby. Taking care of you has been exhausting. You'd fight me and have temper tantrums and... I'd have to stay up all night because you were sick. Hey, those Lego men were on a rescue mission to save the other Lego men that I swallowed. But as problematic as you were, I had no choice but to make it work. Elizabeth, you are an amazing woman. Seriously, if you can take care of me, you can do anything. Hey, remember that thing we talked about the other day about adopting an older kid? Well, I want to do it. Bitch, more than one person works here. Who is this? It's Elizabeth Lennon. Who? That's not the one who works here. But that is subversion more so to the fact that you think she's now talking to Chris, not the adoption agency. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I mean... I feel like... Because, I mean, both, you were Yeah, that's it, true. That is true. Because she doesn't say Bev. So I feel like it, it's, it's definitely like she's supposed... You think she's supposed to be talking to Chris, not... Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess... But, but you could read it both ways. But. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's also cliche that like it's the same, always the same person who works there. So it's like, of course, you're reaching the same person who knows you by your first name and right. quick snippet or, of your voice. Yeah, just expects to know. Yeah, again, it's Manhattan adoption. It's crazy out there. But I mean, that is kind of a nice moment of Liz seeing that she has essentially raised someone that wasn't a newborn, and that's sort of how spoiler alert the series will end up ending. But. That yeah, she realized she's been she's been she's had a baby this entire time, and you know it hasn't just been the traditional or the typical when you say baby, what you think of it a baby since. So you know, double meanings, I guess, is the takeaway. Entendre. Entendre. We don't speak France. That Zero. funky music, dude. The talking, talking man. The only thing good that France has ever given us is Daft Punk. And they don't exist anymore, so... You don't like cheese? They did not cheese. invent cheese. They what invented wines? kinds of cheese. Oh, you know how I feel about wine. What about baguettes? It's bread. It's fucking bread. Exactly, delicious. Bread is delicious. It's just bread. Anyway. Yes, bread is delicious. Some of it is. Some of it's not so much. 
Well, well what makes said, a baguette a baguette? The fact that it literally just comes from France? Like, it doesn't well, no, have I think a special like the, flavoring, it's the sh- right? No, but it's, it's like the, the shape of type of... Right. That's dumb. Well, okay, why? What? But it doesn't make it better than anything else. Why is a Danish a Danish? Because it's well, that, it like... it comes from the Danish part of the country. Daneland? Daneland, yeah. I mean, Everyone knows wh- of Daneland. Why is anything that's from a specific country... Because that... Anyway, we're not even getting into that saying, conversation because like, that's like what some, it's called. No, I know, but it's just like some stuff is held up a little bit higher because of where it comes from. It's just like, well, because also bread, France is bread. known for like food and drink type things. It's just things, bread. So. It's just bread. Well, I, think, I, I mean, baguette. I don't think people. I don't think baguette is a thing that people hold up. It's like right. It's just bread, but it's like I don't know. Like it's because it's a popular thing that like just people do on normal whatever in France so here in bakeries you can get a baguette I don't think people hold it up as like a more elegant version of bread I I think if you brought like a normal loaf of bread and you brought a baguette people would think the baguette baguette is far more nice or or better just because of like how it looks by comparison and I think that's silly anyway it's what it's I'm fucking sick of that shit anyway (laughs) Uh, that's game over but don't worry oh. we still got three more episodes left yay three episodes four episodes if that makes sense because the final, is it two is it three finale, is it four who finale? knows we'll yeah, find out knows? it's it's a wild card um but yeah final thoughts on game over before we say adieu fucking french word god damn it just goes against everything i'd fight against anything else well in addition to baguettes i also like croissant it's just crescent-shaped bread. Delicious. Um, anyway. I guess the texture is a little bit different in a croissant. It's like That's fluffier. Mm-hmm. But anyway. And I mean, baguette, also, it's like the shape. It's like a hunk of bread, which is, you know what I mean? Like, that is definitely a different feel from, like, having, like, a slice We've of bread. We've moved on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, this is the final thoughts. Um, well, I don't know if I have anything else to add. But overall, very good episode. Um, I thought uh, lots of great zingers. And yeah, I liked it. No, yeah, I, I I agree. I think it was a pretty strong episode, or a very strong episode. Um, and An I, extremely I, strong episode. Extremely masterful episode. Ooh. Some might say this needs to be a masterclass. Um, sure. Teaching. No, I just think uh, I think you were right in the end that the Octavia Spencer stuff being just a Tracy parallel is done just enough. That it's not overused and doesn't overstay its welcome, and it lends enough time to Jack and Liz's. Even though, again, Liz's it's only a handful of scenes. They're still important scenes and, and utilized well. But I mean, the bulk of this episode is all Jack's stuff. I mean, the last seven minutes, six minutes of the episode are are all his storyline wrapping up in a fun way, in a satisfying way. But um, but yeah, Devin Banks is also this. Uh, it's a wrap for him in the series. So mm-hmm. Bye bye, Devin. But I mean, Will Arnett was in. Every season, uh, multiple times a season, often, wow. often. So, kudos to him. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was—he was hot off of Arrested Development, and well, not hot off. I mean, in a few years, but I think a lot of people definitely recognized him as Job from Arrested Development. And he's—I wonder if this has eclipsed that in terms of. Well, I guess BoJack's probably eclipsed them both, right? From a Will Arnett perspective. Yes, like yeah. as a whole, like a show is definitely like, not. Yeah, I feel like Joe probably still wins out. I don't know though. Like I'd say Will Arnett on BoJack is definitely more 
Well, is it more than Job? I would. Say, I honestly would say yes because I think Arrested Development is still pretty culty. Not that BoJack isn't culty, but I think but, with, I think with Arrested Development you have the visual aspect, yeah. whereas with BoJack you have the visual aspect of a horse, and if you only see that in a visual versus the auditory sound, it loses some of it. Whereas like you could see Job and see Will Arnett if that makes sense. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just think even to this day, Arrested Development has been seen by very few. Even though, like most people, like I like yeah. honestly, like even though BoJack wasn't necessarily like a very like highly watched show, I think beyond Netflix, it probably has hit a lot more eyeballs than Arrested Development ever did. Because I mean, it was only racking up a few few million per episode on Fox. So again, like if you're on the internet, it's you know it's one of those shows that gets a lot of obviously has generated a lot of conversation, right? But you know what I mean? Like, is it in syndicate? Like, has it ever been? I guess maybe it's been in syndication. Anyway, Arrested Development? Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess yeah. it has. I mean, it, it had a syndication yeah. and then it had yeah. a Netflix deal. I just don't helped. think that, yeah. Anyway. I think it runs on Comedy Central. Okay. Or did it did for a short while. So probably it's more people have seen it that way. I just, I don't know. Just my gut no, feeling. I think it's, it's like community. It's one of those shows yeah. that, like, even though there's a very vocal fan base, like, a lot, like, it's been seen by less people than you would think based on that vocal yeah. fan base. I think if you. I think a good metric is take like six of your friends and ask them, have you seen X thing? And if the, obviously the majority say yes, then... Well, that's not a, on your friend not a, group. Right, no, exactly. I mean, it's not a safe assumption for the entire demographic or anything. But I mean, like, I think if we said to our group community, I think that would probably win out. Because I feel like me, you, Deb, and Ian have definitely watched it. Abe, I feel like has mentioned he's tried to watch it and didn't care for it. And I definitely don't think it's something Katie would watch willingly. <laughs> Or not, but you know, like she would, she would go out of her way to watch it. Um, like whereas, that. like something like uh, Arrested Development, I know Abe's watched it. I know Devin Ian have watched it. You and I have watched it. So, in our click, those two are like majority shows. But um, something like but Handmaid's if you ask, Tale is also if you ask six people, my parents knows they would probably all say no. So that depends on the six exactly, people. Exactly, but they're a different demographic. Well, that right, right. So I'm saying, so you ask right. six friends, they have to be six friends of different, de- of very different true. backgrounds and demographics. Otherwise, true. it's not going to be representative yeah. of anything. That's true. Yeah, that would be a fun experiment. Short. Sure. Go up to six people. Well, no, oh, do it like that sketch where I think you should leave and dress up in that costume <laughs> and go to the mall. <laughs> oh my god, we haven't talked about. I think you should leave. Oh my god, sincerely, some of the funniest stuff I've seen all year. And that sketch is one of them because it's I know. so. I was in the other room. And I heard you just like making straight like strange laugh hurt. sounds that I I know. It I heard hurt. you make strange sounds that I've never heard before, and I was concerned. It at first, hurt and I was like, so at first much. I was like, oh, you're laughing. And then after a second, I was like, wait a second, are you laughing? Like, are you choking? Are you hyper? Trying to keep it inside. But, and honestly, it sounded like hurt. you were hyperventilating and couldn't breathe. You're like, Ugh! it hurt so bad. Oh, God, <laughs> I can't fucking breathe. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, I mean, that whole, as a whole, that show has some hit and misses, but fuck, there's a lot of funny to be found in that show. God, the Santa Claus bit. Oh, I'm so Her excited. work is tables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that actress's name? Patty Harrison. She is going to be huge in the next I think few so. years. She's so funny. Either she has her own vehicle, or she's going to have like another role of like shrill. Yeah, she just needs that like it. she just needs that like one breakout, <laughs> like big breakout role. So good, man! I cannot wait to wait enough time to forget about most of those and go back yeah. and rewatch it again and almost experience it for the first time. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. And they didn't really rely too much on like repetition. Like 
I don't think there was many repeated characters, if any, repeated characters yeah. from the first season. Mm-hmm. So it all is all fresh. You weren't expecting. Like, there was part, I think, like, after the second season was announced, they were like, oh, they got the Italian uh, group guy, the older Italian guy. Mm-hmm. They're going to get him back for the second season. And he didn't show up anywhere, which is great because you, you're expecting it. So, like, you don't get it and you're kind of bummed out. But you're also like, well, they devoted time to new characters that can come back. And, oh, so good. Love it. Hooray. Please watch it if you haven't already. I feel like that's one of those. It's also like a cult thing. Like, oh, for sure. It's but for internet, but it's very internet, but it's a very internet-y show. Very so. specialized comedy yeah. for like a specific certain age group. That's not going to be un, that's going to be our, us, and we're almost aging out of it and be and below. But like anyone beyond that is just. Oh, no, I think it's older too because you think? like uh, I would say the most popular demographic we're just trying to see the internet is forty-something male internet TV critics. Yeah, but we're in that. We're in that demographic. Well, I'm not 40 I'm something like, or close well, to it yet. Thank yeah, you. You're kind of close to it. I'm not that close. But like your parents and I are not. It's not something oh, no, no, they're no, going to no. be like, no. what? They're going to be like, what is this? And well, not, I don't know about maybe. that, but. I mean, but, not generalizing, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like, it's not. I'm gonna saying. Be like, the CSI audience is not going to yeah. be watching. I think you should. But the be. point is, that its Metacritic score is very high, and that's 40 something male TV critics. Right. So. Well, they needed something. What else did they got this year? The White Lotus. That's the new Mike White show on HBO. Mike White of Enlightened and Chuck and Buck. And uh, uh, what's the other? Uh, talk about shows no one's talking about. Uh, enlightened, the, I think if you one asked, of the best shows. If you asked six of, people if they heard of Arrested no Development or enlightened. heard of Enlightened. No, no one, well, no, no. Not many people have heard of Enlightened, which is a shame or for Chuck anyone and who Buck. hasn't seen it. That sounds like a bad animated show. Oh, Anyway. Uh, the uh, the credit scene in this episode is Octavia Spencer doing the worst job imaginable uh, on the same take over and over and again. But it's it's I mean it's very much like Tracy uh, tropes that we've seen all all series. So enjoy it if you like what we're doing, rating, reviewing, all that fun stuff. It's gonna be the best way to help us out. Otherwise, we will see you in next week's episode, one thirty five, season seven, episode ten, entitled Florida. Where Jack and Liz go down to, you guessed it, Florida, uh. to clean up his mother's uh, living situation, sort of get rid of everything that she'd left behind, learns a secret about her, uh. and Hazel sues NBC slash Cabletown for sexual harassment. So how's that going to go? Not well. She's probably going to get a lot of money, as she should, if she's been harassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, take us out. See you next time. Action! Every dream begins with a line. Dreamer. Action! You have within you the line. Strength and. I got it, I got it. Line. Yo, Miz, what's the name of that crazy ass place we went last night? Bed, bath, and beyond. We went beyond. And action! Line. My mouth is full of shrimp, my bad. I forgot. Action! If I, Harriet, I don't like Tubman. It sounds like a dude. Let's change it to Tub Girl. Cut! I think we got it. Boy, Jay-Z and Shakespeare have nothing in common. Or do they?